Thanks for joining Paranormal Chalet. Step on up into my house, full of ghostly stories, haunted happenings, and paranormal activities. Brought to you by Retro Chalet on... Okay, and we're back. Um, My first episode for this Gettysburg Ghost Tour encompassed what we found at Ghoul House location. Um, So here we are with part two of our Gettysburg Ghost Tour. For part two, we were taken to a home... Uh, on 133 Baltimore Street in downtown Gettysburg. Now, this was an old home that not only had a highly publicized murder in it in the 80s, um, but it also had probably housed um, Confederate soldiers during the time that they were invading Gettysburg. At that time, um, the soldiers were closing in on the town and a lot of them were going in and out of the buildings in order to get cared for uh, and just pretty much taking over the town, if you will. Um, it is quite possible that soldiers perished in there, plus, you know, people prior to this uh, murder. So let's talk about the subject was Deborah Louise Harmon. H-A-R-M-A-N. She was only 31 years old um, when she passed on August 31st, 1985. There was some type of fight or argument with her boyfriend in the wee hours of the night uh, that uh, I think took place around like one o'clock and there was a gun involved. Um, Deborah's boyfriend at the time was named Donald Richard Painter. um, And... Supposedly, according to the locals, it had something to do with some guys at a bar, blah, 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 blah. But when you read the actual um, newspapers, it says that alcohol was not a factor. So it's unclear if this was after they got out of a bar or what exactly happened. Let's just say around one something in the morning, the neighbors heard a shot go off and Deborah was laying on the floor bleeding out from a gunshot wound. Um, She was taken to the Gettysburg Hospital um, and then basically flown or I guess rushed to York County Hospital um, and then she died at 520 in the morning. So I believe she was shot around um, maybe 115 and she passed at 520 a.m. Uh, on August 31st, 1985. Um, At the time, Donald Richard Painter gave a couple of different stories to the police, uh, basically was up on a whole slew of charges, uh, did post his bail. Um, I believe he was up on charges of attempted criminal homicide, involuntary manslaughter, aggravated assault, simple assault, and recklessly endangering another person. Um, He did his time and he got out. And he's somewhere down south. Um, As far as Deborah, she was not so lucky. And she was only 31 years old. So they took us to this house, um, not just to see if we could connect with Deborah, um, but because it was also used in the town during, you know, it was one of the original homes that would have been around uh, back during the Battle of Gettysburg. So at that time, when the Confederate Army was closing in on the Union people, uh, you know, they were running in and out of homes, trying to get, um, you know, trying to 
well, basically, they were taking food. Uh, they were trying to find shelter. If they were hurt in battle, they were trying to go in to get fixed up. There was also probably Union soldiers that were hiding out in people's homes, uh, you know, that had been shot or wounded. So it is quite possible that there are some type of uh, paranormal activity in the house. Now, um, I'm going to jump back to me and Don live talking about it. Um, and then I'm going to point you in the direction. There's a really good video online. I really do think there was more activity there. And then we went to um, some kind of crime scene, um, which was a home in the in the city where a murder had taken place in the 80s. And we were trying to reach out to the person who was murdered. But they said that there had also been confederate activity there as well exactly so we didn't know who we would get and why um the weird thing was when we went into the one room it got really cold and it was you know i had the th by the time i got the thermometer out that whole sensation um was gone but it got really cold really fast and we felt like there was a presence and ironically, the child in the next room um, seemed to be getting her to come through. Um, of course, the fact that he was using the right name probably had something to do with it. Right. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention and was using the wrong name. But I will say she got murdered by her boyfriend named Don. So Don, when he introduced himself, we didn't really get any hits. So. Oh, I, I, <laughs> um, I don't think she would like the name, yeah. But the boy in the next room made contact with her, and she told him to please leave now. Um, Which everybody else was telling him to, so. <laughs> right. Now, I have to say, as far as getting a clear sense of her, I couldn't do it. Um, I was focusing on the name Mary for some reason when her name was Deborah. I think it was a long day and I was tired. It also didn't help that Don's name was the name of her boyfriend who was the murderer. Um, I felt almost as if that cold was brushing against me. Um, at one point, I felt like it was trying to drag the bag that I was holding on my arm off. And I also felt going up the stairs, because we had two levels we could go on, the main level and then the bedroom level. I actually felt like there was a force working against me Almost as if it was saying, don't come up here. You are not welcome. It was a very heavy type air. Um, I felt very unwelcome. And on top of that, the child was really, really um, loud and really trying to get this ghost to come through. Uh, and according to him and his mom, she came through and she asked him to leave. So there's nothing like angering a ghost. Um, not a real good thing. Let's let's say we tried everything in the in the house we got a little bit of coldness we felt a, a little presence in there uh, i think we got maybe a small hit off the rods but it was weak but then the boy kind of stole our thunder um but so that's why i go back to saying if there's you know one spirit or two spirits in the house there's 20 people in the house you know, all making noise, all making a racket, all having monitors. If I was a ghost, I think I'd hide in the closet and not talk to anybody. But perhaps, you know, that's where the... Or you just pick one person. But, you know, I mean... Yeah. 
whoever you pick is uh, that leaves everybody else, you know. Yeah, that leaves everybody else. Um, so my suggestion is to do private tours, which aren't that much more expensive. I think for the same price, we did we did a three hour tour. I think it was like fifty five dollars a person, um, and we had all the equipment to use. But we did two locations. You can do you know one location. Um, in a private tour for around the same money. So I don't, I don't think, you know, I think maybe in the future I would rather do a private tour so we could really focus and concentrate. Um, but... But the other thing is, if I can chime in here, I mean, you're doing it for the... It's, a, it's, a, it's a, just a fun kind of thing to do. Uh, if you don't actually, you know, maybe you don't believe in that kind of thing at all, or, or maybe, you know, you, you just don't get any hits, but it's still just kind of fun to, to walk around in an old place, um, you know, just trying to see if you can uh, contact somebody. Well, know? we did graduate and become little paranormal investigators, uh, and we um, actually had something really wild happen to us at the very end of the night. When we had our group photo taken, yeah, that was the other course. Uh, <laughs> so, so that we had the group photo taken. The instructor asked if we wanted to all be in in a group, and we said, "Yeah." Um, we so all held up our little we uh, held up little documents proving that we were certified ghost hunters now. Right, right. <laughs> uh, that we graduated for the night. We made it through the night. Um, and Except for one group. We, we don't know what happened. Yeah, we don't know what happened to them. <laughs> we think they're still investigating at the previous place. Or, or, they, just, or they just got, you know, disappeared by the ghosts. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And, you know, the instructor never said anything <laughs> no, about didn't. them. No, he did That you was know? a little weird, thought, too. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. Do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> but um, the look on the instructor's face when he took the picture... Was we very were, odd. It was yes. very odd, and it was almost like he he was trying to just look at the camera then to see what he had just captured. And Don. <laughs> yeah, there was this big orange orb in the photograph directly above my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know. <laughs> we don't really know what that's all about. He said, do you guys want me to retake this picture? We were all like, nah, leave it in there and print it out so we can investigate. We can't wait to get the picture in the mail to see um, what it was or if you really <laughs> ticked off the woman and because your name was the same as the yeah. one who murdered her. And, and you kept calling her Mary. Yeah, and her name was Deborah. <laughs> uh, so, my advice to you is to know where you're investigating. Make sure you've got the right names if it was a murder scene. Uh, <laughs> and don't have the same name as the murderer. That might also help. Yeah, really, um, yeah. yeah, but it was fun. It was fun. Um, so, was it worth $55? Sure, because it's something you don't get to do all the time, and it's fun. Um, yeah, even, I mean, just poking around in an old house for an hour is you know, with you know, in the dark. Uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's a, it's a. It, it, I mean, I know it sounds silly, but it, it was fun. It was, it was enjoyable. It was a nice way to spend. It. Now, for a minute, I'm going to be serious here, folks. Um, if you listen to my other podcast, you know that I don't take this kind of stuff lightly. Um, this was a murder scene. A 31 year old woman lost her life. I have seen where Miss Deborah Harmon has been buried in the Evergreen Cemetery. Uh, I pray she's resting in peace. But unfortunately, the way in which she was murdered um, and the way in which it all went down, although Donald Painter did do the time, so to speak, for his crime, so to speak, 
Uh, the stories that he gave, several different, uh, the truth was never really known. It's almost like an unsolved mystery, and the only one to tell it is Deborah. And I do believe that's what ties her to that home. Um, from what I felt, she's very angry, um, angry about what has happened, and rightfully so. Uh, Mr. Painter served a sentence and is out and lived the rest of his life uh, and was able to probably love again or go on with life again. And unfortunately for, for Deborah, that wasn't the case. So I do hope and pray, Deborah, if you're out there, um, that one day you will set the story straight and then you can rest in peace. Um, and until that day, I don't blame you for being a little bit angry uh, that people are constantly in and out of your home. Um, and anyway, folks, if you'd like to listen to part one, you can check it out on the Paranormal Chalet, where we met a ghost named Gerald. We met him in Gettysburg. That's just about it for my Gettysburg series. Unless you're interested in antiques, you can go over to the Retro Chalet Living a Vintage Life podcast, um, which I do have a whole episode on Gettysburg antiques. Now, don't forget, I'm going to put some notes in the show notes. So check them out. Check out uh, the Deborah Harmon home video and maybe you'll see her. Well, folks, it's been a pleasure sharing my story with you today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please give me a good rating on your favorite podcast player and come back for our next episode. See you soon.